Coming up on Studio Berlin, will this weekend's Polish elections give a green light to the ruling populace to take apart Poland's democracy? What is characteristic for law and justice is that it's tried to undermine stability and independence of number of independent institutions. And of course, undermining uh, of those institutions has an effect for protection of rights and uh, freedoms. And what will the impact of the vote be on Polish relations with Germany and the EU? There will be no chance, I'm afraid, to become the new engine of the European Union, maybe with Germany, France and Poland. More about the parliamentary elections in Poland next on Studio Berlin. Welcome to Studio Berlin, our weekly current affairs show here on KCRW Berlin, offering an in-depth look at news and how it affects our lives. I'm your host, Soraya Sarhadi Nelson. It's election time in neighboring Poland this weekend, and the results could have serious repercussions for Berlin and the EU. Polish voters will cast their ballots on Sunday for a new parliament, and opinion polls show they are deeply divided about who should lead them. Here in the studio to help explain this important vote is Wojciech Szymanski, who is a correspondent with the Polish service of the Deutsche Welle Network. Welcome, Wojciech. Hello, thank you. Joining us on the phone from Warsaw is Łukasz Pawłowski, who is the managing editor of Kultura Liberalna, a centrist political magazine started a decade ago by young Polish professionals and students. Welcome, Łukasz. Thanks for having me. Wojciech, let's start with you. This is a parliamentary election that's being closely watched here in Berlin. But what's at stake for the Polish people in this election? Well, I would say what's at stake in this election is, uh, is Poland going to be more a illiberal democracy? And if the ruling Law and Justice Party will be able to make some more steps in this direction which uh, this party wants to go, gaining more control over like almost every part of the of the of the country of the of the public sphere in Poland um, at stake is if uh, maybe the private media won't be able to exist anymore in Poland at stake is if the judiciary will be totally controlled by the ruling law and justice party at stake is if Poland is going to be a open inclusive society or a exclusive society which does not want anybody looking or thinking the other way the government does. So basically a continuation of what critics say are attacks on democracy in Poland. Well, it is a, it is a big world, but uh, I'm, I'm quite sure that the measures taken by this government in the last years were... Uh, measures uh, not really helping democracy in Poland. Uh, those measures were against the rule of law, against the uh, free public uh, media. Those measures are against uh, homosexuals, uh, against any non-government organization which have other plans or other ideas than the national conservatives in Poland. Łukasz, you've been watching the developments in Warsaw. Who do you think is going to win? I think the ruling party is going to win the election. At least every poll conducted before the elections predicts 
victory of, of the ruling party, but it is still not clear who is going to govern because we have at least uh, four scenarios that are possible. First is that the ruling party is going to win and gain an absolute majority in both chambers of the parliament. A second scenario says that uh, the ruling party is going to win, gain the majority, but it's not going to gain the majority in the upper chamber of the parliament. The third one says that it, it's going to win, but it will be forced to form a coalition with some other party. And here the question is, what kind of party would that be? And the fourth scenario says that even if uh, the ruling party wins the election, it will not gain enough seats to to rule and the opposition parties will be able to form a government. Do you expect the voter turnout is going to be high in this election? I think it's going to be high because as in many other countries, uh, in many other democracies, uh, we observe uh, something that is called a polarization of the of, of voters. So people are mobilized to vote either for the government or against the government, especially in Poland right now, with uh, the leftist party gaining some popularity. There are some people hoping that the left will come back to the parliament and they are eager to vote for the for this party. The recent poll showed that the, the voters of the left are the most motivated ones. Wojciech, given the current Law and Justice Party has so many detractors, why hasn't the opposition managed to make that work to their advantage? Well, you know, it's not an easy and equal fight to fight against the Law and Justice Party because it is a, a party which is very well organized. It's very consistent. It has a clear aims, clear uh, uh, program, and it has a lot of money and influence in the media that used to be uh, uh, independent and uh, so-called public in the in the past. I believe the opposition doesn't really have a one idea that would make people say, whoa, that's really what we want, that's, uh, that's new, where Poland should go, what Poland should uh, uh, look like. Uh, and of course, opposition uh, is now somehow united, but those are uh, several parties, uh, left party, liberal party, a little bit conservative liberal party. Uh, so they are not all uh, uh, together. They are not as united as the rights are, because we shouldn't uh, forget that the Law and Justice Party uh, is actually some kind of coalition, uh, starting with other to smaller uh, right-wing parties. But the strong man behind it, Jarosław Kaczynski, he is the leader and he has the saying. As mentioned, there's a lot of interest outside of Poland in the outcome of Sunday's vote, including from Donald Trump, who last week told reporters in the U.S. about what he planned to do for Polish citizens. We will be giving a full visa waiver to Poland. That means that people from Poland can easily travel there and people from here can easily go back and forth. They can each. People from the U.S., people from Poland can very easily go back and forth between the United States and Poland. So they've been trying to get this for many, many decades. And I got it for the Polish people in honor of the Polish people in the United States and in Poland. So we're very happy with that, yeah. Wukash, do you see this kind of statement um, making a difference in this election? 
Well, it may, but here are, I think we need to make a couple of clarifications. First of all, it's, it's not true that Donald Trump actually gave something to the polls or made a decision favorable to, to Polish society, Polish citizens. It's that uh, polls met certain objective criterion, which is that the level of rejections of visa applications should sink below 3%. And it did, and that is why Poland was accepted to this visa waiver program. So it's not uh, an achievement by this government. It's not an, a, a grace from uh, Donald Trump. It's, it's not his decision to make. It's uh, an objective criterion that has been met. But on the other hand, the opposition is also trying here in Poland to show that the close relationship the current government developed with the United States under Donald Trump is actually or may actually be quite dangerous. And given the recent information from coming out from Washington on, for example, the relationship between Donald Trump and Ukraine's president, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, or recent decision to pull out American soldiers from Turkey, I think this information should uh, cool down the enthusiasm the uh, Polish right-wing government has for the United States under Donald Trump. Well, there's certainly no ambivalence in the upcoming Polish election. Opinion polls show most voters in Poland either love or hate their current government. After the break, we will talk on Studio Berlin about how the ruling Law and Justice Party has changed Poland over the past four years. Hey, you. You've been hearing and reading the news all day. So what are you getting out of it? Are you smarter, more informed, better prepared for your dinner party later tonight? Well, The Takeaway has you covered. We ask the tough questions, we hold lawmakers accountable, and if something just doesn't seem right, we ask, how did we get here? It's The Takeaway with me, Tanzina Vega. Tune in to The Takeaway weeknights at 6 on 104.1 KCRW Berlin. You are listening to Studio Berlin on KCRW Berlin, 104.1 FM. I'm your host, Soraya Sarhadi Nelson. We are discussing Sunday's critical vote in nearby Poland with Deutsche Welle correspondent Wojciech Szymanski and the managing editor of Kultura Liberalna, Łukasz Pawłowski. The Law and Justice Party wants to win a majority in the parliament for another four years, which means it would get to select the next Polish government. Here in Berlin, the Populist Party is accused of being anti-EU and eroding Polish democracy, not only by Germans, but by many of the more than 70,000 Poles who live in Berlin. This is what a few that we talked to had to say. I keep on visiting Poland, and I think it has developed wonderfully. But when it comes to the people in power, I actually don't have a very positive opinion. The people I know are against the current government. One of my friends is driving to Poznan this Sunday to vote. The current government is like the former Communist Party. And then there's the church. It's a catastrophe. Catastrophe. 
bestimmt nicht jetzige Regierung. I'm definitely not voting for the current government. I don't like what they do. There's just one thing I do like. It's the 500 plus for children. Though really, it's more like just 300 euros, because the prices are rising so fast. Wojciech, are you surprised to hear such negative responses? Not really, but uh, they were not so only negative, I would say. Uh, as we've heard, somebody said, I'm really impressed how Poland is, is developing and how it looks now, but I'm critical towards the government. And I think that's, that's the clue of the, of the entire issue, because Poland is developing very fast right now. The country is getting really richer. The unemployment rate is uh, very, very low. The GDP is growing. Uh, you, you can see a huge difference between Warsaw or, or Poland today and like 15 or 10 years ago and uh, people are getting richer and this is what those people uh, were talking about people get uh, social benefits this 500 plus thing uh, it was a groundbreaking reform that the Law and Justice Party introduced uh, uh, for the first time after 1989 uh, there was a party giving money to the people uh, this is one of the reasons why it's so hard to fight against law and justice party because uh, uh, regular polls are becoming for the first time some uh, substantial uh, benefits social benefits from uh, from the state however many of them are also critical towards the government because of what we've uh, said before Lukas, you heard what Wojciech had to say about the pensions and the pay increases, uh, the bonuses that law and justice has been paying to citizens. Do you feel that that sort of payment or that sort of uh, uptick in salaries is going to be enough to make Polish voters overcome any concerns they have about what law and justice might be doing to democracy or to to other rights that that, uh, Poles have enjoyed? Those money transfers introduced by the law and justice are not enough. And paradoxically, I would say more, they are making the society more unequal than less. How is that possible? Uh, It's possible because along with the money transfers uh, that were huge success for the government, we see an ongoing deterioration of public services in Poland, chiefly the healthcare system, the public healthcare system, and the public education system. Uh, and we have data to prove it. I mean, the, the only recently I, I show, I've seen that uh, uh, data which said that more and more Poles spend more and more on private insurance, private health insurance. We spend more and more on private lessons because the public schools cannot really uh, teach children uh, enough for them to pass the exams. Uh, so on the one hand, the Poles did receive a lot of cash from the government, I mean, from their taxes, but uh, thanks to the decision by the government. But on the other hand, we, we also need to spend more because of the deterioration of public services. So laws governing human and civil rights have been a frequent target of the current government. I asked Adam Budnar, who is Poland's commissioner for human rights, about it. What what is uh, characteristic for uh, law and justice is that it tried to undermine uh, stability and independence of number of uh, independent institutions, such as the Constitutional Court, the Prosecutor's Office, also common courts, and the Supreme Court. 
And of course, undermining uh, of those institutions has an effect for protection of rights and uh, freedoms, uh, has impact on the power to enjoy some rights, has impact on access to remedies, on possibility to bring your case before the uh, court and to seek damages from the state or to, ex to expect uh, some uh, proper activity by the prosecutor's uh, office. Wojciech, do you agree with his assessment of what is happening to civil rights under the current government and what might come next? Well, I believe it's uh, clear that the Law and Justice Party is not done yet with its plans to reform the judiciary in Poland. So uh, we already see that although uh, there has been uh, big damage done to the judiciary reform in Poland already, the Constitutional Tribunal it's it doesn't really work like it it should but there are still uh, like regular courts or the supreme court which uh, is still uh, not doing anything the government wants and we can see that it is a big problem for the government so i'm quite sure if uh, the law and justice party will win this election and will be able to govern alone it will uh, try to make another step in this uh, controversial uh, judiciary uh, uh, reform to gain control over the entire uh, judiciary. And uh, yes, I agree also with this diagnosis um, about the situation of uh, other uh, organizations in, in, in Poland or the non-government uh, organization, which uh, situation is, of course, uh, becoming more and more difficult. So, Wukash, for those of us watching from Berlin, it's confusing to understand how an EU skeptic party can be so popular in Poland when most Poles are staunchly pro-EU. Can you help explain that dichotomy? Uh, I hope I can. Uh, uh, PIS, the Law and Justice Party, uh, claims that it's absolutely pro-European and it has absolutely no intention uh, to get Poland out of the European Union. What they claim, though, is that they are the first party uh, to actually fight for the rights of Poland and Polish citizens within the European Union. They claim that the European Union is dominated by the interests of the two biggest countries, namely France and Germany, and uh, the smaller ones, especially the countries from the so-called New Europe, uh, which joined the EU uh, in 2004, have been somehow neglected. And it, uh, the rhetoric is that uh, we, are, we as a country are finally getting prominence uh, we long deserve. We're going to take another short break on Studio Berlin. And when we come back, we'll find out what another Law and Justice Party win in Poland will mean for Germany and the EU. Public radio programs attract educated consumers and business decision makers. You can reach this highly desirable audience with your company's marketing message on KCRW Berlin. Isn't it time to make our listeners your customers? Find out how by emailing us at sponsorships at kcrwberlin.org or online at kcrwberlin.com slash sponsorships. You are listening to Studio Berlin on KCRW Berlin, 104.1 FM. I'm Soraya Sarhadi-Nelson. 
We're talking with Wojciech Szymanski of Deutsche Welle and Łukasz Pawłowski of Kultura Liberalna about this weekend's Polish elections. Polls suggest the Law and Justice Party could win a second majority and pick the next Polish parliament. If that happens, Łukasz, would a Law and Justice government be different this time around, given the party leader that we talked about, Kaczynski, has health issues and may not be in charge much longer? Well, uh, you know, it's predictions of Kaczynski actually quitting politics have uh, been floating around for a long time, and uh, that has not happened. And I think he may be around for a couple of years. Uh, He's only 70. He's younger than, for example, Jeremy Corbyn in Britain. And I think he can, it's not uh, impossible that he's going to stay around for, for quite some time. So that means that the, the direction of uh, the government, the current government has taken, will be maintained. And I think that, that in some matters, it can even double down. One of these areas is judiciary reform. Kaczynski is uh, clear, uh, and you can read it in the program of the party as well, that they're going to, as they say, finish the judiciary reform. But I'm not pretty sure if they have a clear vision of a state uh, that they would like to pursue. Because in every domain which was described as important, as critical to this government, they have not had uh, many successes. So the main promise of this party, one of the main promises was to build a transparent, um, friendly, and effective state. This Uh, On this uh, issue, this government has failed spectacularly. Well, certainly the German government hasn't seen uh, Warsaw as being particularly friendly. And Chancellor Angela Merkel, for example, who isn't normally one to criticize Germany's neighbors, hasn't exactly been shy about holding Poland's feet to the fire, as she did with this comment about Poland a couple of years ago. Das unser Nachbar und ich werde das auch immer im Geist sozusagen der Wichtigkeit dieser Beziehung tun. It's our neighbor, and I will always act in the spirit of the importance of this relationship. But we cannot just shut up and say nothing for the sake of peace. There is no EU if we abandon the rule of law. Zusammenhalt in der EU unter Preisgabe der Rechtsstaatlichkeit ist nicht mehr die Europäische Union. Wojciech, what can we expect from the Polish relationship with Germany going forward if there's a Law and Justice Party victory on Sunday? Well, I don't believe that we are going to have uh, a relationship which is very trustful. I mean, Poland knows that uh, Poland needs Germany and Germany needs uh, Poland. So those relations are not going to break down. Poland and Germany are very big and important uh, trade partners and Germany needs Poland in the European uh, Union. But there will be no uh, relationship which would allow Poland and Germany to move something in the European Union. There will be no chance, I'm afraid, to become the new engine of the European Union, maybe with Germany, France and Poland. Well, you know, with uh, the United Kingdom, with Great Britain leaving the United um, Europe right now, it would be such an opportunity for Poland just to jump into this uh, group of uh, big and important and influential countries. But I I believe Poland is not able or doesn't really want to do it because this view on the European Union, on Europe, is uh, pretty much different in Berlin and in Warsaw. 
Well, certainly the results of this election are going to resonate, not just in Poland, but here in Germany and beyond. I'd like to thank my studio guest, Deutsche Welle correspondent Wojciech Szymanski, and my guest on the phone from Warsaw, Kultura Liberalna Managing Editor Łukasz Pawłowski. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I'm Soraya Sarhadi Nelson. Tune in next week to Studio Berlin here on KCRW Berlin 104.1 FM to hear the latest on Europe's chaotic refugee policy. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. <laughs>